0: Blog talk Radio. Welcome
1: to Ray and Tay today. Talking sports with friends.
0: Fellas, just talk about
1: sports. Here it is, y'all. We're on the air. Sit on the sofa, throw your hands in the air. We're talking sports, so you can come on and listen. NFL predictions. What you're missing? Nothing. We got you covered for college football too.
0: Hello, hello, and welcome to the show. You're listening to Ray and Tay today, and I'm Ray, tall, Rayside.
1: And I'm Tay, Eric Taylor. It is Monday, or as we like to call it, Championship Monday. We will talk the college football championship in a moment and preview it. Let's knock pros out of the way, NFL Wildcar weekend, and Ray, news of the day. Offensive coordinator Matt Nagy from the Kansas City Chiefs who just got knocked out from the Titans is hired to be the Chicago Bears' next coach, hopefully Trubisky and Cohen and Howard and the boys going. How do you like to hire as a Give Kareem Hunt the football in the second half.
0: (laughs) Well, we always know that offensive coordinators can be Judged and nitpicked at, at their play calling and what they do. But for the most part, um, this Kansas City offense at times has been very impressive. So I will say that I love Chicago getting Mitchell Trubisky an offensive guy. If, if, if you're putting your hands in a quarterback – and they look like they're turning their reins over to Mitchell Trubisky. You know, the minute they trade it up to draft, well, then you've got to give him some support. And John Fox, although we, we, I like him as a coach, I think you do too, he's a defensive guy. So either you need to bring in an offensive guru, a la, you know, like what Peyton Manning had with Moore in the beginning of his career, or you need an offensive head coach because you can't have your best player, you know, not be – Brought to his best, you know, to his potential. Or at least your franchise quarterback. I don't know if he's your best player yet. But, right, right. Hey, he's so young line, and you want
1: him to develop properly.
0: Yeah, I agree. The I think it's a good is, move. Offensive guys. It's a
1: good move. Move. Yeah, we'll see where the, you know, Cardinals, Giants, Colts, and uh, Lions go. I'm sure those marbles will, you know, fall into place next. Let's break down the weekend, Ray. Obviously, going backwards, I tell you, you know, you can't say that Cam Newton didn't come to play. 31-26, both gentlemen well over 300 yards, 370, 340. Uh, look, they took away the running backs, but Drew Brees was able to rip apart that young secondary. On a day like that yesterday, you're, really, you're feeling that, that, you know, hey, Gettleman should have uh, – or well, I don't know if that was Gettleman then. He was the one that didn't give Steve Smith the extension. But whoever their GM, he really should have kept Josh Norman. You know, that, that team is just missing a number one corner. And I think the Panthers could be okay. And obviously, we both feel a, a good receiver, or at least someone with speed, like Ted Ginn, who caught an 80-yard touchdown pass. He was on by Breeze. But Breeze, you know, connected and the way they went. Do you feel, I mean, I went with the Saints. I think you took the Panthers. Did you feel at all that the Panthers had a shot to win this game? Because I felt like it never was really there for me. Really?
0: I thought it was. I mean look, the 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 minute they were down by two scores it it became harder, right? You needed to get two scores. But after that after that fifty five yarder to McCaffrey and they were within scoring distance and they had the ball at midfield with time to spare. So ultimately it comes down to Cam Hayward blowing up the offensive line and getting that Uh, pushback and then and then the uh, the uh, intentional grounding really cost them, but they had every shot to win that game. So yes, New Orleans was the better team, and New Orleans dominated. But Carolina could have won the game. I tell you what is disheartening though, for the Vikings is to see <sighs> that they took away both running backs. I mean, I think together they had, I don't remember the exact stats, but it was something like nineteen for 45 yards. They took away Ingram and Kamara, and they still put up 26. Right? They Drew Brees well, became
1: the all quarterback, and Drew Brees, A.K.A. Drew us. And it's time you and I and the rest of the world say hello to Keyshawn Johnson's nephew, Michael Thomas. Is an official number one receiver in NFL, and he's been killing it his first two years from Ohio State. We got to give him props, right? Huge game for the kid.
0: We do and again back to Drew Reeves. I don't want to overemphasize this, but the guy hit seven or eight receivers. I mean, it's really unbelievable how he spreads the ball and gives he's a poet. Everybody the rock. He, he's really beautiful. And at five, eleven, six <clears> feet <throat> or whatever, he doesn't have. he's not bigger, better, faster, or much stronger than anybody so at that position. But he,
1: he's saying he's, he's, he's closer a to being you than he is to Cam. Correct. <laughs> I love it. Listen, Drew Brees should have been getting a Golden Globe, you know. Um, that was fun last night and all that stuff was going on. But uh, Seth Myers needs to give up the hosting. I wasn't impressed with that. But I also was not impressed with three possessions where there were offensive points and the whole rest of the game, turnovers and punts. Ten to three, the Jaguars advance. I think these two teams, And, you know, heroic effort uh, from Shady to get, like, over 120 combined yards, even the way he was limping around. But, Ray, they set back offense maybe 20, 30 years, these two teams. It was ugly. Tyrod got, you know, hurt at the end, and Peterman couldn't come in to do anything. And you got to believe the Jags and the Buffalo Bills have to get new quarterbacks next year, whether it's Kirk Cousins, whether it's Sam Bradford, a draft pick, something, Eli Manning, Alex Smith, who's probably gone what do you think happens, and can you even be mad at the Bills for losing this game? I guess it's more about can the Jags do I anything. I can't be mad, mad at the
0: Bills. The Bills yeah. are just lucky to – not lucky to be there. They earned it. But the Bills could have lost out to the Ravens had they done their – they handled their business. And the Bills are barely a playoff team. So I actually am impressed with the Bills and the seasons they put together. So to me – the Bills only scoring three points against a tremendous Jacksonville front seven and then Jalen Ramsey on the back end really just ooh. showing off. And A.J. Boyle, yeah, those, those
1: boys are nasty ooh. at the corners, right?
0: Yeah, so to me, Buffalo had a nice season, and you tip your hat, and good job to them, and you need to rebuild. And I told you I don't really like Tyrod Taylor if you want to do anything other than win, you know, go 500. And I never liked Blake Bortles. So even though this team is 10-6 and six and won the division, they're, he's not
1: that good. And he so never plays. But with these teams, the teams are not that bad. So then that would nope. lead me to believe. They're
0: attractive teams.
1: Right, right. So that would lead me to believe that you look towards a Kirk Cousins, Eli, or Alex Smith and not towards a first-round draft pick that you got to develop and wait for years. You think these guys will well, go after depends. the veteran free
0: It depends. Or trade? It depends. Well, it depends because Eli Manning is a back-to-back transaction, right? You still got to draft that guy because Eli, your own—he's been the Iron Man, but you got to think he only has maybe two or three years, so you still got to right. get your backup if you get Eli. Alex Smith is probably at the—you know—maybe at the peak of his career, maybe on the downside. but yeah, not four years left, probably maybe. Probably has four or five. Maybe, maybe four <laughs> or five. Yeah, so I—I I, I like those guys. Look, and and if you're Jacksonville, you get Robinson and Hearn's at full strength. And the rest of the squad and Fournette and that defense, I mean, that that's, yeah, that's, that's a great playing out. No, and Marquise Lee and D.D. Westbrook have AFC shown South. that he
1: would be great as three and four receivers. As three I mean, and four? Fantastic. Yeah, no, the Jaguars are definitely a quarterback away. And then on um, obviously Saturday, I know I got both of those wrong, but you know, look, I got to give the Falcons credit, but I think Sean McVay got too cute. Farrell Cooper totally lost his mind and skill and talent he's going to the Pro Bowl but he looks horrible Robert Woods you know showed himself to be good nine catches but you got to give Gurley more than 14 carries he needs more touches and Sean McVay just they got past happy and the Falcons were just sort of you know the Falcons they they have a lot of talent the defense showed up enough and uh 26-13 they were fairly uh dominant over the Rams did you think it would be that easy though
0: yeah, I did. I didn't think, uh, uh, I don't know, the score would be this, this one-sided, but I, I had a feeling that the Rams in their first playoff game where all of their main guys, especially on offense, have not only limited uh, playoff experience, no playoff experience, but have limited NFL experience, right? So I can't expect even a quote-unquote home game, which which is kind of weird, right? Because they just came to L.A. this season, so how much of a home field it, advantage. Is it really? I mean, you could argue that like Robert Woods and kids that played at USC have more
1: of a, uh, an acquaintance with that stadium. Yeah, than but you know, Ray, are. I got a problem with Sammy Watkins. I know he was your guy in college. He has never been healthy or consistent to really be anybody's number one receiver. No, you're right. You're right. And that's, why,
0: and that's why when you look at it, Buffalo. Essentially, traded him for Kelvin Benjamin. Obviously, it's two totally different transactions, but they said, you know what? We're not going to pay this guy. He's not a legitimate number one. We dropped him a number two overall. And you know me, I loved him at Clemson. And I thought he'd be the boy genius in the NFL, but he hasn't. I thought he'd be the poor man's Calvin Johnson. And frankly, he's been the poor man, le- more poor man and less Calvin Robert Johnson. Robert Woods had a better
1: season. <laughs> Imagine that. For sure.
0: <laughs> for sure. For sure.
1: And then the early game, Ray, I got to tell you, we both picked the Chiefs, but I was happy or okay with getting this one wrong. I had the Titans, you know, all season going to the playoffs from our previous show and just thought that they were ready. You know, they probably saved Malarkey's job, but Derek Henry reminded us that he is a grown man who won the Heisman from Bama, rolled tied 156 yards. They get to win 22-21. The referees had a rough weekend, and they really had a rough game. But how about the poise from Marcus Mariota, not only to catch his own pass, <laughs> which is just ridiculous, for fantasy that football was athletic, and family yeah. fantasy, right? You know, we were texted about that with our friend. But also, Ray, just I felt like the team believes in him, and he is just – I don't know. I don't know what happened to the Chiefs in the second half. I know you, I know you lose Kelsey, But where's the pass hill? Where's the screens to hunt? Where's the runs to hunt? Nothing. It was really disappointing, the effort that the Chiefs put up in the second half. And I tip my hat to a very defensive line and defense. You know, Dick LeBeau, those blitzes, man, the Chiefs didn't know where it was coming. And I think they might be a little bit surprising for the Patriots next week. We'll see. What did you think of this one?
0: You know what? And I hate to put this on Andy Reid because, you know, we've we've knocked him in Philly and he has a great record on paper, but for some reason his teams are not consistent on and he's the offensive guru, right? And yet mm-hmm. you have that lead. You're at home. Okay, so Travis Kelsey goes down, but figure it out. Get yeah. first downs, figure out how to how to how to go into your offensive playbook, get your two best players, hunt and Hill, the ball, figure out how to matriculate the ball down the field. This Tennessee defense is good, but at home you need to win that game, especially spotted with that lead that they have going into the uh, fourth quarter. You know what? And Derrick Henry, uh, great. I mean, uh, you know, it's funny because Alabama, you get one, you you know – Think about it, T.J. Yeldon, right. anyway, every other back is Derek right. Henry, yeah, exactly. Every other Mark Ingram, right? Every other back, one is good, one is bad. One is good, one is bad. So who knows in coming out of Alabama what, what you're going to get? But good for him, 150, what 153 yards, 156 yards. He's he's a grown man, and you know what? Whew. Demarco Murray just needs to, I mean, either relegate himself to being a complimentary back I, think, man I think, look for a new. I don't position. think he'll be
1: there next year. A this new will team, be yeah. Next year, just like it'll be Jake Mahomes' team. I mean, Patrick Mahomes' team for Kansas City. That was the last time you'll see Alex Smith in a Chiefs uniform. That uh, truly they're moving on,
0: they're and that's okay on. too. And I think for both guys, that's okay. I think I think you know what? Uh, I wouldn't mind seeing Alex Smith go to a team that's close and just needs a game manager type who can make plays. Bills I mean, or ja- plays. I mean, Bills
1: or Jaguars maybe. I don't think you Jag- sure. down that way. I don't think would take them. I think L.A. wants Kirk Cousins. I tell you what,
0: man, Alex Smith could could do it in, in, in the AFC West with that. If you tell me that the Denver defense still has some life in it, um, I think he's okay. I think he's all right, Alex Smith. Uh, you know, I, I said that he couldn't win a championship on his own, but if you give him a championship infrastructure, I think he could win
1: well, let's get to the championship Friday. We will preview the division around playoffs. It's all SEC for the college football playoff championship game. Jalen Hurts against Jake Fromm, Kirby Smart against Nick Saban, who he used to work for. You got Harris and Chubb. You got both Scarborough and Sonny Michelle. You know, you even got Ridley and Wims. Ray, You crack at it first. Break it down. Who's going to win and why? Roll Tide.
0: (laughs) Alabama, Alabama, Alabama. Now, they didn't play this year because it's SEC West against SEC East. So, they don't have a a game this year that they can call upon. And they did blow them out a few years ago. Uh, Alabama blew out Georgia a few years ago. But you know what? That's – I mean – Folks are gone. A lot of folks in the NFL, a lot of folks injured, especially on the Alabama side. Here's the thing. Alabama has a way where they don't beat themselves, and they typically – what you see is what you get, right? They have a great run defense. They have a very good defense, sustained a lot of injuries. And on offense, they do just enough, and they've got a – true sophomore and Jalen Hurts back there who was in this movie last year. So the teams that tend to beat Alabama, look who's beaten them over the last two or three years, right? It's been Clemson, who had tremendous offensive plays, improvisational plays from Deshaun Watson. It's been Auburn with just a tremendous punch-you-in-the-mouth defense and a running game. And it was
1: Ohio Mississippi State, State. State,
0: and it was Ohio State with just tremendous athletes, and and a month to prepare for you know a guy who's equally as as good a coach, Urban Meyer, as as Nick Saban. So look at this Georgia team, and you know what? They have elements, right? They have a great defense, um, they have a tremendous running game, but that's running into the teeth of the Alabama offense, uh, Alabama defense, right? So I think ultimately it's going to come down to Jake Fromm's ability to make plays outside of the pocket, make improvisational Deshaun Watson-type plays. And I'm not sure he will. I'm not sure. I think that they'll run – they'll get – They'll matriculate the ball down the field. But I don't think if Alabama scores 25 or more, I think Alabama's okay because Georgia, I don't think they could put up that amount of points against Alabama. So I'm going to look for a relatively low-scoring game. I'll say 26-20 Alabama wins uh, and takes home their fifth national championship in the last nine years. They're seventeenth overall and they're sixth for Nick the Great Saban.
1: That is so impressive. I like you a lot. And the comedy is you and I have not spoken about it. And I'll say we do not have, but we did have the exact same score. Everything you said, totally agree. Seth got to throw in there, Travis Knight in Oklahoma. You do need to have a quarterback that's dynamic that can throw to beat Bama from is that guy, but he's that guy maybe in 2020, not in 2018. So from one day could find himself from the little league world series to an NFL team. He's got the talent, but he's, he's just, you know, he sweat, you may be young, but he's not ready. He's too young. I think he'll keep you're it. Saying,
0: you're saying when the Philadelphia 76ers win the title, Jake Fromm will
1: be ready? That, that's what I'm trying to say. But I'll tell you this. Hurts, I don't think he's going to beat Georgia with his arm. Ridley might get three balls. He's going to have to play with his legs and be that dynamic in that sense. I know Damian Harris and Bo Scarborough, they'll start to wear them down. Both defenses are pretty tough. I just think Georgia's, is not as tough as Alabama's. Now, look, obviously losing the linebacker Jennings, who might have been the best player on the field in the, sem- in the semifinals for Bama, that's going to hurt, but they still got more and more posse. Sony Michelle, and-, and Chubb, they'll get off a little bit. Maybe Michelle speed ray, he might break one and surprise us. So when you said 26-20, I was cracking up because that was my original score. But then something just told me, go Alabama 26 and Georgia 17. Roll.
0: So you said they missed that field goal Roll. that
1: I have. them missed that field <laughs> goal. They missed that field goal. Bama, you know, because it's too far. It's like a 48 yarder. And Bama wins 2017. And you just tip your hat to Nick Saban, his program, you know, him and Bill Belichick are like the same cut from the same cloth. Every year it's the Patriots and, 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 and Alabama Crimson Tide. you you have to beat them. They're not going to beat themselves. Hurts is not going to give you a bunch of turnovers. You know what I mean? That's what I like about the kid, one interception all year. So it'll be fun, but Alabama's going to win the national championship, right? There you go. All right. Well, look,
0: let's watch the mm-hmm. game. All that's, all that's needed now is to play the game, right? We waited since end of August. Now let's play it on the field. SEC representing with two teams. Alabama rightfully put into the final four, right? (laughs) (laughs) Well, anyway, we got some football to watch. We'll catch you guys at the end of the week. We've got a lot to recap and preview the NFL divisional round. And have a great great weekend. weekend. One of
1: our favorite weekends, Ray, definitely. Yeah, we are
0: out. Go enjoy the game.
1: Peace. Have fun. Enjoy the game tonight.